Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Manufacture thrills and chills for you, sometimes weary of the guns and knives and blood and gore. We yearn to smile once in a while. We crave an occasional chuckle instead of the groans which fill our working days. But murder is serious business, and all too rarely do we find it a laughing matter. The story you are about to hear is one of these rare and happy occasions. It concerns two missing persons and the intertwined lives of two French chefs named Henry Stringbean and Frank Pigsfoot, and how their friendship flourished in the kitchens of a New York restaurant called the King's Eggplant. It marks also the welcome addition to Suspense's company of stars of the popular French actor Maurice Massac. Listen, listen then as Monsieur Massac stars in One Chef, Well Done, which begins in exactly one minute. in Paris when I was but 11. It is also because your America is the land of opportunity. It is also because Monsieur Francois Pied-de-Cochon is no longer in the kitchen here at the restaurant Les Aubergines du Roi. You do not understand concerning Francois? Permit me then to begin at the commencement. It was in the spring of 1901 that I applied for a position to Monsieur Smith, proprietor of Les Aubergines du Roi. Me, I'm a meat and potatoes man, Henry. Meat and potatoes fried in plenty of bacon grease. But I'm running this restaurant for what they call the 400. Folks with more money than brains, and they want French grub. So, I hire the best French chefs I can get, and then I leave them alone. Entendu, Monsieur Smith. Now, I will start you on sauces. But if you can cook like your recommendations say, you can move right up to the top. The great Escoffier himself once complimented my Ridevaux or Que des Crottis. Okay, if your sweet bread satisfies Escoffier, they ought to satisfy Francois. Uh, Monsieur Francois, he is the chef de cuisine? Yeah. And you won't find a meaner one in all the 45 states. And until I can find somebody half as good and twice as pleasant, I gotta keep him. I am pleasant. I wish to be friends with everyone. Okay, friends. Now, you prove to the customers and to Francois that you're a first-class saucier, and I'll hope by that time the cops will have saved me the trouble of firing them. The cops? The police, the gendarmes. You see, Henry, Francois drinks. 
Surely it is no concern of the gendarmes if one takes a little wine de temps en temps. Of course it ain't. But me and the cops got a strong hunch that Francois also murders. Sacre bleu. Yep. That's why we're looking for a new saw chef. Sacre, sacre bleu. Don't you worry. The way I got it figured, he just scares most people. The only ones he murders are his best friends. Idiot of a goat. I've asked you to punch that salmon not to make a stew of it. Get out of this kitchen before I take my sharpest knife to your miserable... Uh, dream, oh, Francois. Don't come screaming at me during the dinner preparation, Mr. Smith. You staff your kitchen with mutton-headed fools who cannot slice a shallot. Your stupid New York gendarme asked me with questions about poor Lucien's death. And today my head throbbed as though it were a veal cutlet becoming a scallopini. Now, Francois, don't get excited. I just want you to meet the new saw chef. Monsieur Francois Petit-Cachon, Monsieur Henry Haricot Vert. Bonjour, monsieur. What is bon about it? Can you cook? Henry's got recommendations for Miss Coffee. Who asked you, espèce de chameau? Now then, haricouvert, get into your working clothes and prepare a bolognese, a bordelaise, and a rouennaise. And if by some happy accident, all three do not taste like raw flour paste, you and I shall be the best of friends. Another visit with Joe and Daphne Forsythe. Hey, honey, I'm home. Daphne. Drop dead. Uh-oh, what's the matter, honey? Don't you speak to me, you you Don Juan. Don Juan? Daphne, I'm no Don Juan. No hobble espanol. Very funny. Ha, ha, ha. Well, it was no prize winner, but... No. Neither are you, you, you Lothario. I've often wondered, what's a Lothario? I don't know, but that's what the wives on TV always call their husbands. I guess it applies. Do you want me to go out and come in again? As far as I'm concerned, you can go for a long walk, preferably on a short pier. Well, oh, come on, Daphne, what's wrong? Your good friend Harry called, and he spilled the beans. Which beans? He said, quote, tell Joe he was right about those blondes. They're great, unquote. Blondes? That's what he said. <laughs> well? He didn't say blondes. He said bonds. Savings bonds. What? Sure, I buy them on the payroll savings plan. And I told Harry he ought to do it, too. Savings bonds have a guaranteed interest that pays back $4 for every three, which is a pretty good investment. That's a pretty good story, too. It's true, so help me. That's why Harry's so happy. Savings bonds are great. Well, maybe you're right. You wouldn't really fool around with blondes, would you? You're too faithful and sweet and kind and... Fast talking. And now... Starring Maurice Marsak, act two of one chef. Well done. A pinch of mignonette pepper, so. A pinch of chocolate, uh, one of tarragon, so. Hello. What do you want? 
doing? Uh, preparing a borderline. Kindly permit me to concentrate. Oh, you must be the new fellow from Paris. My name's Shirley. Bonjour, mademoiselle. I scrub the vegetables. Then go scrub them. Why? Old Francois ain't around. I guess he's got such a hangover he has to lay down for a while. Mmm. See that stuff smells delicious when you whip it up like that? I trust Monsieur Francois also will approve. You better trust he won't. If he thinks you can cook, he'll pretend to like you. And if he pretends to like you, the same thing might happen to you as happened to Lucian. Who is this Lucian? He was the last sauce chef. Old Francois and him got to drinking together, and one time they went out on a terrible spree, and poor Lucian never came back. Oh, quel dommage. And they never found his body, neither. Francois must have sliced him into tiny bits and threw him off the Brooklyn Bridge. Now, please, if you must weep, do not weep in my border leg. I have already sorted it correctly. Francois! Oh, who's the boss? I hey, where's Francois? Ah, Francois is said to be temporarily indisposed, Monsieur Smith. Hayes of William McKinley, the August Belmont J.P. Morgan party has just arrived. Well, I do not comprehend. The richest people in New York, and Francois was supposed to cook up a fancy fillet of beef goddard. This matter sounds of importance. Filet de boeuf Godard. What'll mm. I do, Henry? Remain calm. Tell Monsieur Auguste and J.P. Shades of McKinley all is well and trust Henri. I guess I'll have to. Great Garfield's ghost. Filet de boeuf Godard. Oh, Maître Escoffier, watch over your humble disciple now. Nothing like a few moments in Madison Square to relieve a murderous pain in the head. Hey, you. What are you doing? Making the several sauces you requested, Monsieur Francois. When did I... Who are you? Henri Arigovert. Do you not remember? Uh, your face is vaguely familiar. What is this wine? Mm. An excellent cherry. Do not waste too much in the sauce. Well, uh, what time is it? Ten minutes past nine. Ah, yes. A miserable American royalty is to dine at half past the six. And I must prepare a filet de... Ten past the nine? Oh, my filet, my filet. Oh, the filet was served, Monsieur Francois. Served à la Godard. I prepared the garnishment and the sauce. You garnished my filet? Pig, cabbage, offspring of a turnip. Henry, Henry, you hit a home run first time at bat. Do not interrupt, Monsieur Smith. I have a lamb to butcher. Belmont and Morgan said it was the finest beef garlic they ever ate. Huh? They're coming back tomorrow, and they left a $100 tip for the chef. Here you are, kiddo. Uh, the gratuity must be given to Monsieur Francois. Why? He wasn't even here. But uh, he, he, he returned at the moment you left the kitchen. I did? Certainement. Okay, then, Francois, it's your hundred bucks. Good thing you came back. This kid might have got your job. Mon ami, we French must stand side by side in this strange country. What you have done is what Lucien would have done. What you have said is what Lucien himself would have said. Come, we shall toast the dear departed Lucien in his magnificent sherry. Uh, Francois... Mm. What happened to Lucien? I do not know. 
All I recall is that one night, Lucien and I went on a magnificent soiree from which poor Lucien never returned. You remember nothing else? Only this. Somewhere in the dim, dark caverns of my memory, the two of us enter a large, dark room with a row of white beds, some sort of a transient hotel. He fell asleep, and I think that when I woke, his bed and all the other beds were empty. And I think I left rapidly and silently through a side door. I think. Uh, Francois, my friend, could you by any chance have murdered Lucien? Oh, mon Dieu, no, 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 no. At least I don't think I murdered him. But one day, you shall help me to find out. Poor Francois. If he did not think he murdered Lucien, then I, Henri Aricovert, also refused to believe it. In spite of our employer's views and those of the gendarmes. In spite of the views of Shirley, the vegetable bather. You could be head chef here if you wanted to, Henry. Mr. Smith keeps saying so. Francois and I constitute a two-headed head chef. It does not matter what title we are called by. That's another thing. You're always hanging around with old Francois instead of paying a little attention to me once in a while. And what could you contribute to a discussion of classic cookery? Is cooking all you French guys think about? When I think of other matters, do I not seek your company? Yeah, and you always try to get me drunk. Just like Lucien used to. <laughs> I believe Lucien and I would have had a great deal in common. That's what I keep telling you, Henry. If you don't quit being friends with Francois, you and Lucien will be dead in common. And when you are, don't come to me for sympathy. One who is too stupid to cook cannot understand one whose whole life is cookery. But Francois and I, we understand each other perfectly. And often, when the diners had departed and the kitchen help had gone, we would remain at the restaurant and create magnificent dishes. And now, mon ami, the question is, how shall we prepare this large corn-fed ham? Uh, first, I have a question for you, Francois. Ah. I have found in the spirit pantry a case of these strange bottles. The label is printed in American, and while I now speak the language like a native, I do not yet read it so nifty. Uh, let me see. Old Buskebar Bourbon Whiskey, 100 proof. Bottled in bond. Ah, oh, yes, Henri. This is an American cooking wine made from the fermented juice of the corn. Taste it, mon ami. Voilà. Your turn, Foster. Oh. Mon ami, oh. I have an inspiration. We shall create a sauce for the corn-fed ham from this corn-flavored wine. <laughs> so, why do you think? No. If it is bad, we shall simply feed it to Monsieur Smith. No, 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 mon ami. I weep because, tout à coup, I too have the inspiration. Now we shall at last discover the fate of poor Lucien. You believe that he died from eating ham? No, 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 no. no. On the very evening Lucien and I embarked upon our last soirée, he too thought to create a corn wine sauce for a ham. And when we tasted enough of this uskebau to determine its properties. Its properties led us on the grand exploration from which he did not return. Ah, 
why you believe that a bottle or two or three might lead us on a similar grand exploration. Three. Even now, incidents I could not recall begin to take shape in my memory. If only I can recall the very incident of Lucien's departure, perhaps even the idiot gendarme will leave me in peace. Oh, mon ami, we shall try to retrace every beautiful, fatal step, and you shall play the part of Lucien.
it seems uh, that we found two beds, empty, and side by side. When I lay down, the bed seemed cool and hard. But I am tired, and soon I fall into the deep slumber. Then I awaken, and I am unsure that I am truly awake. Cold, gray light, the feeling that I am alone in the room. No, there on the next bed, Francois slumbers. So I am awake. No, two men come and lift the sleeping Francois to a cart with wheels. This cannot be, so I am still asleep. Their voices are a part of my dream. This one hasn't been claimed either. Nope, name unknown, address unknown. That's life. Here today, gone tomorrow. So I dream that they wheel Francois off on the cart the far end of the room, I dream that in the wall a small door opens, and as it opens, I dream that a cheery fire blazes beyond. Then the door shuts, and I dream a strange sound. And I dream that I'm running, and when I awaken, I am outside the hotel. I walk around to the front of the building. Over the doorway are painted in American words the name of the establishment. Pardon, monsieur. Yeah? Uh, your language I speak with perfection, but I do not read it so nicely. Uh, what mean those words, s'il vous plaît? No, they don't mean s'il vous plaît. just says, New York morgue, entrance to crematory. Oh, merci bien. And thus, because Francois is no longer here in the kitchens of the restaurant Aubergine du Roi, I have been persuaded to accept the title of Chef de Cuisine. Suspense. In which Maurice Marsac starred in William M. Robeson's production of One Chef Well Done by Francis von Hardestfeldt. Supporting Mr. Marsak in One Chef Well Done were Sandra Gould, Joe DeSantis, Ben Wright, and Jack Moyholt. Listen. Listen again next week when we return with another tale well calculated to keep you in. (laughs) 